Today being Mother's Day, I want to talk about one of the biblical mothers who raised a great leader of Israel. Her name is Jochebed. Jochebed, the mother of Moses. So this morning I would like to title my sermon as Jochebed, Rise the Leader Within You. Jochebed, Raise the Leader Within You. Our scripture portion for this morning is Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. We will just go there in a moment. I know many parents are worried this morning about the future of your children. You are thinking that if we are living in such a challenging days, how the days of my children are going to be, how the days of my infants are going to be, how the days of my unborns are going to be. Now I understand there is a, certainly there is a reason for that concern. There is a reason for that worry that you have in your life as a mother, as parents. I pray God may speak to you this morning. Just to give you a background, Israel was under bondage in Egypt for 430 long years. We read that in Exodus chapter 12. It's not 400, it is 430 long years. Children of Israel were under the bondage in Egypt. If you read a little bit of Exodus 2, before we get back to Exodus chapter 2, if we read Exodus chapter 1, we find, that, find there Joseph died, and all his siblings, they died. In fact, all the generation died in Egypt. Children of Israel, they were multiplying, they were growing mighty, and they were filling the land of Egypt. And a new king came into power, he did not know Joseph, who Joseph was. And he found the children of Israel were mightier than the Egyptians in the land of Egypt. So he set taskmasters over them to afflict them with heavy labor. And children of Israel were totally afflicted in the land of Egypt. He spoke to the Hebrew midwives. And he called them and he told them, kill all the male children, Hebrew children at the time of birth. But you know what? These Hebrew midwives, they fear God. So they did not do that. So Israel were growing and they were just multiplying. They were filling all the parts of the land. The concern of Pharaoh was raising. He wanted to destroy the sect. He wanted to destroy and take them out of the land. And Pharaoh commanded every Hebrew male child to be thrown into the river Nile. In that juncture, Jochebed, the mother of Moses, giving birth to him. So Moses was born in such an unprecedented situation where every male child that opens the womb was thrown into the river Nile. You know, also, we also remember Moses was a type of Christ. And even at the time of birth of Lord Jesus Christ, every male child of age two and under had to be killed. 
We'll talk a little more, more about it. You know, you know, the comparison between Moses and Jesus that is an amazing study altogether. This morning, shall we just get back to our, our text of Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. If we have time, I, I guess we have time, we should be able to read uh, Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Shall we all just join together in reading as we read the scriptures verse by verse? You know, I believe, you know, the Spirit of God will enlighten our hearts and our minds so that we will just, we will not miss anything. Shall we go back to, get back to Exodus chapter 2, verse 1. And a man of the house of Levi went and took as wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was beautiful, uh, he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But when she could, not, could no longer hide him, she took an ark of bulrushes, for him, dabbed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Verse 5, Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. Verse 6, and when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew woman, that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the maiden went and called the child's mother. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him, and the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, saying, Because I drew him out of the water. So what we read from Exodus chapter one, chapter 2, verses 1 through 10, you know, these are the scriptures they talk about the birth of Moses and what exactly took place the moment he was born. In fact, if you read, you know, if you do a little bit of research there, we will know Moses had two siblings, an elder sister called Miriam and an elder brother called Aaron. Numbers chapter 26 verses, verse 59, if you can read that, Numbers chapter 26, 59 says, the name of of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi. That's where we know because Moses did not write anything in, in, as he was writing in Exodus. He did not put his mother's name. In, but in, in, in Deuteronomy, or sorry, in Numbers, we read this. The name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, who was born to Levi in Egypt. And to Amram, she bore Aaron and Moses and their sister Miriam. In Exodus chapter 7, 7, the Bible says Aaron was three years elder than Moses. So Moses seems to be the last one. He, uh, Moses had an elder sister and an elder brother. Let's keep that in mind. Let's move further into, into the sermon this morning. The objective of my sermon is this, as you read. This is the objective of my sermon. The, my objective here is to highlight 
The role and responsibilities of a mother in raising a leader that was perfectly played by Jochebed, the mother of Moses. This morning, my idea here is to you know, give you uh, some idea from this great woman of God so that we will be able to find what is our role today and what are the responsibilities that we are dealing with. What is the role of a mother? As we see that from the life of Moses. So when I read the scripture portion many times, this is what I understood as a role of a mother. Can you read this with me, all of you? God is in the business of rising leaders. He gives them in the hands of trustworthy women and asks them to care for them until they are capable of doing what God wants them to do. Shall we read that again so that it just you know, gets into our mind? God is in the business of rising leaders. You know, this world needs leaders. There's a, there's a great scarcity of leaders. So God is, I believe strongly, God is raising your children as leaders of the nation in the coming days. God is in the business of raising leaders. He gives them in the hands of trustworthy women and asks them to care for them until they are capable of doing what God wants them to do. Just want to take it a little further this morning. What is the responsibility of a mother? We just talked about the role of a mother. What are the responsibilities of, the, of a mother? You know, this is what I could summarize as I read these 10 verses. Responsibilities of a mother. Let's read that together. Do what you need to do to protect your child. Allow God to work on your behalf. Nurture your child when he or she is given in your hands. And let him, her, go when it is time to go. Shall we read that again? Do what you need to do to protect your child. Allow God to work on your behalf. Nurture your child when he or she is in your hands. And let him or her go when it is time to go. Unfortunately, nowhere we see Moses' dad, Amram, playing a role on raising Moses. It's all about mothers. I'm not saying that dad, dads are not having a role. They, they do have a role. But moms are so special. Moms are you know, so important in the life of a child. It's all about mothers. This morning I want to say moms, you make a huge impact in the lives of your children. You know, some of us are really worried. You know, what is going to be the fate of my child? And this morning, moms, you play a major role, a vital role in the life, in the future of your children. So I just want to stick on to those responsibilities as a guideline for my sermon. Number one, God is telling us, do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. Shall we just go back again to Exodus chapter, one, chapter 2 verses 1 through 4. Let's read that quickly. And a man of the house of Levi went and took a wife as wife, a daughter of Levi. That's all the man did. He went and found a wife and he made a baby. That's all the man did there. Verse 2. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when, they, when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. That's what she did. But when she could no longer hide him, 
She took an ark of bulrushes for him, daubed it with asphalt and pitch, and put the child in it and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. There are certain things only we can do. God cannot do. In fact, you know, God won't do those things. Listen to me this morning. There are a few things on the face of this earth that only you and I can do. Especially there are a few things only moms can do. Even dads cannot reach there. Only moms can do. God doesn't do those things. Remember, we talked about it earlier, you know, a couple of weeks back or a couple of months before. Remember, God could not make a boat. God could only grow trees. But Noah had to make a boat. God did not make a boat there. He did his job. And Noah is supposed to do his job. And moms and dads, we are supposed to do our job. God is not going to do it for your children. Whatever you need to do, we need to do. So we are talking about doing what we need to do from the life of Jochebed. Only two times the child was given in the hands of Jochebed. First time, by God. Second time, by Pharaoh's daughter. First time to protect the child, God has given Moses in the hands of Jochebed. And second time, Pharaoh's daughter gave the child in the hands of Jochebed to nurture him. Now Moses is given in the hands of Jochebed by God. The situation is so overwhelming. Death everywhere. Any moment someone can break open the house and snatch the baby and throw the baby into River Nile. Bible says Jochebed hid Moses for three months. Listen to me. She was not lazy. She was not overwhelmed with the situation. She was not careless. She was not afraid. She was not even losing hope. She was hiding Moses for three months. She was not even hesitating to try alternate ways of protecting the child. I told that, you know, whatever she had to do there, she had to do, God is not going to do that. And she was finding alternate ways of protecting the child. And she found a method and she was willing to take risk there to protect her own child. Do you know that moms do that? There are times they take risk in their lives. When there is a danger, they first give their lives at stake and you know they protect their babies, their children. She made a small basket. It's a basket boat. And put the child inside and laid the child in the river bank and wondering what's going to happen. I was wondering what kind of mother she was. Taking the child and putting the child in the basket and throwing the, uh, keeping the basket in the river Nile. What kind of mother she was. You know, this is what I could understand from the life of Jochebed. She was a visionary. She was a prophetess. She had a very foresight. She was thinking about children of Israel being delivered. And she knew very well that God had given the responsibility in her hands to protect what needs to be protected. Jochebed was a godly woman who raised three children. You remember? 
She was such a godly woman who raised three children in her family. Aaron, he became a high priest. Such a godly attribute. Miriam, a worship leader, a great worship leader and a prophetess. Now Moses, he's going to be raised as a great leader of the nation, great deliverer of children of Israel. Jochebed was a woman of great faith. You know, God honors such women of great faith. They have such a great expectation, great vision, great prophetic vision into the future of their children. With her eyes of faith, she could see the plan of God very clearly, far afar. She could see the plan of God. You know, what kind of person, what kind of man this, this baby, this child is going to be. She knew that she was not holding an ordinary baby. She was holding a miracle worker. She was holding a covenant receiver. She was holding a great deliverer of the nation of Israel. She knew very well that Moses is going to, you know, Moses is going to part the Red Sea. She knew very well Moses is not going to die. She knew very well with her prophetic vision that Moses will die only at the age of 120. She knew very well that the river Nile is not going to bury him. She knew very well that God had to bury Moses. She had such a great vision. She was such a woman of vision. The baby that you are holding in your hands today. The children they are, that they are being nurtured in your home today. They have a great destiny. They have a great destiny. Your children are still living with you. Those who are there with you still. They are, they are living in the plan of God. God has a special plan for your children. So do what you need to do. When they are with you. And soon they are going to go away from you. But now when they are with you, you can do what you need to do. Number two, let's move further. Let's allow God to work on your behalf. Jochebed did what she's supposed to do. And now she's just giving the baby in the hands of God. Let's go back to Exodus chapter 2 quickly and read verses 5 and 6. Exodus chapter 2 verse 5. Then the daughter of Pharaoh came down to Beth at the river and her maidens walked along the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. Verse 6. And when she opened it, she saw the child and behold, the baby wept. So she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews children. Listen to me, the same river that swallowed male babies threw Moses into the hands of Pharaoh's daughter, that was God. Now God's role now, God is doing what he's supposed to do. Pharaoh's daughter, she could have just tipped the basket. She could have probably drowned the baby the moment she came to know it's a Hebrew baby. But Bible says she had compassion over a Hebrew child, a male child. That was God. That was God. When asked for his daughter, agreed to get Jochebed, Moses' own mother, to nurse him. I believe that was a favor of God. Even further, Pharaoh's daughter even paid Jochebed to nurture, to nurse her own child. You don't see that anywhere in the history. 
Her own mother is paid. A baby's own mother is paid to nurse her own child. That was, I believe, it's a double favor and a double honor of God over this godly woman. What else we need to say as a proof that God will not work on, on your behalf. God will work on our behalf when we do our part very clearly. Jochebed was certainly a woman of great faith. She did her part and now she is just allowing God to work on her behalf. Certainly she cannot do anything there. She cannot use her influence. She cannot even show up there. All that she has to do is she had, she had to just wait on the grace of God. Wait on the mercies of God. Wait on the promises of God. Just hold on to the promises of God and just wait. And this morning I believe God, that's what God is telling to you mothers. You do your part in the life of your children. The rest is in the hands of God. And we don't need to worry about it. We don't need to worry about it. God will do what he has already planned to do in the life of your children. Many times as we parents, listen to me, we interfere in the plan of God for your children. And again, repeatedly, Bible tells us this morning, Exodus chapter 2, you do your part and God will work in their lives because God has a special plan, a specific plan for their lives. You know, in order to understand that you need a great vision, you need a great vision to the future, you need to see your children the way God sees them. You know, many times, many times we see their inabilities, but God is not so. Moses was stammering. Moses was not, not good at speech. He was not courageous. He was not having any type of qualities, leadership qualities. That's what, you know, we could see in our children today. Listen to me. But allow God to work in their lives. Ask God, that Lord, let me see my children the way you would see them. Give me that vision, Lord. Let me not consider them ordinary. Let them not consider their inabilities. Let them not consider their weaknesses. But Lord God, give me the vision. Give me the eyes to see and treat them accordingly how you would treat them. I believe this morning God is speaking to us. We need to allow God to work in their lives without interfering. Now there are times God starts working in the life of your children. God takes them into different directions and different dimensions of life. Just let them go. Allow them. Just do not hold them in your life. You will be, you will be interfering and you will be, you know, you, you will be limiting the plan of God in their lives by doing so. Let's move further. Number three. Nurture your child when he or she is given in your hands. Let's again go back to Exodus chapter 2 verses 7 and 9. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call a nurse for you from the Hebrew woman that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the maiden went and called the mother's child. Verse 9. Then Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the women took the child and nursed him. Remember, there are certain things only we can do. God cannot do or God won't do. But in this situation, God cannot nurture this child. 
Only mothers can nurture their children. God cannot nurture your child. You have to nurture your child. Listen to me carefully. Now, Moses had been given in the hands of Jochebed as a, for a second time by Pharaoh's daughter. Initially, God gave him in his, her hands to protect. By now, as the second time, Moses was given in the hands of Jochebed to be nurtured, to be fed. Moses was only three months old. Remember that. Moses was only just three months old. I was just looking at these brain development facts. If you can just look at this along with me. At birth, the average baby's brain is about a quarter of the size of an adult's brain. When the baby is born, the size of the brain of the baby is just one quarter of the brain, the size of the brain of an adult. But incredibly, it doubles in size in the first year. In the first year, the brain size doubles. And it keeps growing to about 80% of adult size by the age 3. And 90% nearly fully grown by the age 5. That's amazing. That tells us how important children are. How important the babies that you are holding today. Let's, let, let, let's look at it in a little more detail. A child's brain develops rapidly during the first 5 years of life. Especially the first three years are very important for building the baby's brain. Everything the child sees, touches, tastes, smells or hears helps to develop the brain for thinking, for their feeling, moving and learning in the future to the rest of their lives. So first three years our first five years of a child is very, very important. Now Moses was given in the hand of Jochebed when he was just three, three months old. And listen to me, Jochebed knew that very well, that she knew that this is the precious time that she is getting with her own child to be nurtured not only physically, but also spiritually, intellectually. Listen to me this morning. Moses was with Jochebed. Until he was weaned. Maybe until the age of three or four, I believe. Because Bible doesn't say anything about it. Maybe at the age of three or four or five, when Moses was with Jochebed. She nurtured him. I believe about the God of Abraham. She spoke to him about the godly, you know, people who lived on the face of this earth already. He would have told, she would have told uh, Moses about, the, the, the Noah, about Noah and the ark and the flood that came upon the land. She would have told about so many stories that took place and she would have nurtured Moses about the things of God. She installed faith. I believe the same faith that Moses needed. Moses was in need when he was about to part the Red Sea. That faith was installed during those few years when Moses was given in the hands of Jochebed. She taught leadership qualities to lead the children of Israel during that time. 
She fed all the spiritual qualities that Moses would require to deal with God and to deal with people and to lead them in a godly way as he was leading them in the wilderness. Everything was fed to the baby when Moses was given in the hands of Jochebed during those years. When our children are in our hands, we need to nurture them physically. We need to nurture them intellectually. We need to nurture them spiritually. All that what we can do before the age of five is what they are going to take it forward. That only the 10% learning can happen in the remaining days of their lives. Because they brain, their brain gets full maturity almost at the age of five. So now is the time. Now is the time these precious souls are given in your hands that you need to work on their lives. Your child is a child of destiny. Never forget that. He or she is given in your hands only for a limited time. You can either make their destiny or you can totally destroy their destiny. Listen to me again. Your child is a child of destiny. Your children are children of destiny. And they are given in your hands only for a limited time. As a mother, you can play a role to make their destiny, to help them to find their destiny, or you can even destroy their destiny. It's a very crucial role that you and I play. Let's move further. Number four. We are nurturing the child, but now this is the time to let him go. Let him or her Go when it is time, when it is time. Let's read again Exodus chapter 2 verse 10, just one scripture. And the child grew and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. So she called his name Moses, saying, because I drew him out of the water. You cannot hold on to Moses forever because God wanted him. And you have to let him go. Jochebed, you know, widow really developed a great affection as he was nursing this baby a couple of months and a couple of years. She would have developed like any other mothers do. She would have developed such a great affection with him. You know, Jochebed, Jochebed would have had a great dream like any other woman would have. Jochebed would have dreamt her son becoming a teen, becoming an young adult, and becoming a man, you know, crying in front of her. She would have dreamt that. But always she was telling, listen to me, always she was telling within her, anyway, he is not your child. He is not your son anymore. He is given in your hands for a period of time. He is not your child anymore. He is not your daughter anymore. He is, she is not your daughter anymore. He is not your son anymore. Always that was in her heart, deep inside of her. All the dreams that she had did not take away the vision that she had for Moses. We are talking about a godly woman. And I believe some of you really work with your children. I really appreciate that and honor you for doing that. Because your child, your children, they have a destiny. And you as a mother, you as a father, you need to play a very important role in there to, for them to find their destiny. But you need to tell within you always, now they are with you. But they are not going to be with you forever. There is a time in their lives that they need to go. 
you need to let them go. Verse 10 again. Verse 10 again says, And the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter. When the child grew, she brought him to the Pharaoh's daughter again, because that was the covenant, that was a promise. And he became her son. That simply means he is no more the son of Jochebed. God has given you your, give your, your child in your hands to nurture them and to protect them and to care for them. Once it is done, they don't belong to you anymore. They belong to God. You know, it, it may be difficult for some of us to adjust to this truth, digest this fact. If your heart is perfectly aligned with God, you know that already. God has a plan for their lives. Listen to me. Allow God to work in their lives. Let's not interfere the plan of God in their lives. Now, I know many people, you know, many parents, they interfered in the plan of God in the life of their children. And today they are living in misery. They are struggling to come up in their lives. They wanted to do so many things because that was a thought that God put in their minds when they were, they were little. But, you know, parents, they interfered. They powered, they overpowered, they overruled in their lives. And today they are not able to find their destiny it takes a great deal of trust for any mom to let go their children in the hands of God it takes a great deal of trust in God Jochebed brought the little Moses and gave him to Pharaoh's daughter remember Hannah Hannah brought little Samuel and left him at the temple in Shiloh with the high priest Eli there is a time that all of us need to let our children go. Jacob had trusted in the Lord and she let her child go into the hands of Pharaoh's daughter. I was just imagining if Jacob would have, would have you know, held her child with her, what would have happened? I'm sure God would not have brought deliverance from her family. I'm sure, I'm sure God would have brought redemption to Israel through someone else, not through Moses. Knowing this, that godly woman, that woman that she had a great faith in God, she let Moses go. A child of destiny was in the hands of Jochebed. It was totally really up to her to help the child to find his destiny. And today, how many children that God has given to us? Today God has blessed us with child and blessed us with many children. We need to nurture them. We need to provide them the basic education. And we need to let them go when God wanted them to go. You know, sometimes when we want to keep them with us always, we really interfere the plan of God. We limit the potential, we limit the ability, we limit you know, the independence in which they need to grow that God only knows, you and I do not know. We always look, them, look at them as our child, we always look at them as a little boy, but they are no more, you know, they need to be used by God. God, had a, God has a different plan in their lives. I thank God for my mom, who taught me many great things until the age of five and a half. I thank God for my parents who let me go at the age of five and a half and live with my grandparents to find my way in life. 
You know, even though it was hard, it was really tough for me at the age of five and a half to be separated. I can see them once in a year. And even it was very hard on them because of their situation, they need to do this. Even though it was tough, but that developed a great independency within me, a great courage. And you know, there are different abilities. We can't even talk about it now, you know, to manage life. You need to let your children go. They can find the plan that God has in their lives. God is telling you this morning to raise the leader who is within you. God is telling you this morning to raise the leader who is in your family already, who is in your womb right now, who is in your hands already. God is raise, asking you to raise him, raise her as a leader. Just want to summarize this morning before we end. We need to do what we need to do for our children as long as they are in our hands. We need to do or we need to allow God to work in their lives on our behalf because we can't do what God can do. And we need to nurture them early in the life as they were brain, their brains were still developing. We need to nurture them at that time. And when time comes, we need to let them go to develop their career, to fulfill the mega plan of God in their lives. As Moses, God had a plan in his life to take him out of uh, the mother's hand and put him in Pharaoh's palace and put him in the wilderness. And God wanted to bring him back to Pharaoh again as a great deliverer of the nation. The same way God has a plan for every child. If Moses could do that, your child can do it. It all depends on how you bring him up and what you, would, you nurture him or her with today. As long as they are, they are given in our hands, we can do that. And we never want to interfere in the plan of God. Absolutely not. And that's not going to be a blessing for your children. We need to just allow God's plan to take effect. And it may come in the same way it happened for Moses at the age of four or five. Or it may happen at the age of eight. It may happen at the age of 12. It may happen at the age of 18. Whatever it may be, you need to let them go so that God's plan will be fulfilled. This morning, God is speaking to you about raising leaders. You would have never thought. You would have never dreamt in your life. But this morning, God is speaking to you. There is a great leader. There is a great prophet, there is a great evangelist, there is a great pastor, there is a great minister of God, there is a great political leader raising in your family. They are given in your hands. Today's children are tomorrow's leaders and you are responsible for that. As a mom, you hold more responsibility. As a dad, you together hold responsibility along with to build your home as you nurture your children in the home. This morning, God is asking you to commit your ways to the will of God concerning your children. Shall we just get into a time of prayer this morning? Wherever we are, just can you just close your eyes?